from the world famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Sean Kelly, producer Dan, D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra, yeah. and the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Sean Kelly. How goes it? Friday edition of the Black and Blue Report. We hope this finds you well as we get ready to wrap up a week of shows. Our second week and uh, day eight is on tap today for 2013 Saints training camp. And we've got new uniforms to talk about on the Pelican side. Hi again, everybody. I'm Sean Kelly. Rob Nice is co-hosting today here on the Black and Blue Report. You'll hear him from time to time. And uh, later on in the show, uh, Rob will break down day eight practice on the Saints uh, practice fields with our own John DeShazer. Good to see you, sir. I hope that you uh, enjoyed the uniform unveiling for the Pelicans yesterday. I got mine. Uh, it, very, very fun times and, and, and got a chance to look at the new court and, and see the players. And, and they, they may have a future career modeling. Uh, Anthony Davis and, and Ryan Anderson, Drew and Jason unveiling the new uniforms. Great response just from the fans and, and just walking around the city. They love them. I do. I hope you do. Yeah, they're simple. They're conservative, which I like. I'm a little bit older, so I kind of like that look. But I, you know what I, I most like, though, is kind of the unique little touches that seem to have a story behind them. Like yesterday we found out that the lettering is to resemble the lettering on the French Quarter street signs, um, the new ligature on the waistband with the N and the O that is uh, drawn out to be like a basketball. It seems like there's some touches there that tell different stories. You see, you got to dig deep because I didn't know what lit- ligature meant <laughs> until yesterday. But uh, at first glance, you, you look and you may see the letters may be a little bit uh, as less bold as you may see on certain uniforms in the NBA. But when you dig a little deeper, you see that we have such a unique city with, with the Florida Lee and, and certain street signs that we incorporated a, a little touch of everything in these uniforms, and, and it's ours. Like, that's the biggest thing that the fans are saying. Like, this is ours, the uniform, the logo, the Pelican, and now they're just ready to see them in action on court. And we got to see those uniforms unveiled at the new practice facility yesterday, which is not finished yet, but I guess you'd call it the, the practice portion, the, the gymnasium portion is finished, and it looks fantastic. We're going to hear from one of our quote-unquote models today on the Black and Blue Report. But he also happens to be an NBA point guard. That's Drew Holiday. He'll be stopping by today. Uh, Senior Vice President of Marketing, uh, Ben Hales, for not only the Pelicans but the Saints too, is going to talk about kind of the process that went into coming up with the new uniforms to get us here into August and get us a little closer to the season. And then on the football side today, uh, I think the NFL officials are back on the practice field again today, Rob. But yesterday I had a chance to talk to Walt Coleman. He is a 25-year NFL referee. Uh, he was the guy in the famous Tuck game that featured uh, Tom Brady when the Raiders played the uh, Patriots. He was involved in that game last year that involved the Texans. Um, that uh, changes now the new rule regarding coaches' challenges uh, you know, with regard to use of a timeout and whether a play gets reviewed or not. So. <laughs> I don't want to say that Walt's uh, been involved in some of the more iffy plays uh, over the last decade or so, 11 years, but he has. And uh, we're going to talk to him not only about his experiences, but uh, some of the new uh, points of emphasis and rule changes in the NFL. So, Rob, for us, it's a rare chance because after, basically after today, we won't get a chance to talk to NFL officials, referees, 
uh, for the rest of the year. I mean, I, I think we should ask him about Chip Kelly and how he's going to slow down their offense. That That's one of the big things. And, and just with the rules about, uh, of course, player safety is, is at the forefront nowadays. Just uh, you have the, the, the new guys coming out, the the, the clowny guys and, and, and just different players who want to make sure that they stick with their aggression but make sure that they – keep the players safe and, and uninjured, but also with, with the, the up-tempo style of the quarterbacks, how do you protect them? Just He has a tough job. It's tougher than your job, man. <laughs> well, there are a lot of jobs tougher than my job, that's for sure. So as you can tell, we have a very full show for you today. Walt Coleman, Drew Holiday, and Ben Hales. And then Rob will be back later in the show. He'll break down day eight practice, uh, day eight's practice, if you will, uh, with the Saints today with J.D. And uh, Rob will have the details of tomorrow's black and gold scrimmage as well. So we will not going to – yes, that's the best part. Uh, We won't waste any more time. We'll get right to our first guest right after these messages here on the Black and Blue Report. A message from Mr. Monopoly. Hello again. Since teaming with the Louisiana Lottery to give away part of my vast fortune for the Monopoly scratch-off game, I've been tickled pink that the winner bell has been ringing so frequently. There's a winner right now. Oh, my, another winner. (laughs) Jimmy, perhaps it would be wise to check the winner bell once more just to be sure. You could win up to $100,000. Play the Monopoly scratch-off game for real money. Must be at least 21 to purchase. Monopoly is a trademark of Hasbro and is used with permission. This is Eric, general manager of the Raising Canes and Kenner. To describe a Saints fan, you could say excited, committed, but definitely hungry. And that's when Raising Canes is fans' best friend. Fresh, never frozen chicken fingers, made fresh daily cane sauce, and a friendly Cane's crew committed to serving you the best chicken finger meals around. Raising Cane's, official chicken of the New Orleans Saints. One city, one team, one love. <laughs> the second annual Saints Back to Football Run presented by Chevron will be held on Saturday, August 31st. The 5K race benefiting Team Gleason, the One Fund Boston, and the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation will include an NFL Play 61-mile fun run for kids. Participants of all abilities will have the opportunity to race through the streets of downtown New Orleans towards the finish line at the 50-yard line of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Gumbo and Sir Saint, along with the Saint Stations, will be on hand to cheer on participants, and a post-race party with live entertainment and a beer garden will take place in Champion Square. All participants will receive a Saints Back to Football Run shirt, a commemorative finisher's medal, and an NFL-approved bag. Registration is now open at nflrunseries.com slash saints. Well, we continue on the Black and Blue Report with the new point guard of the New Orleans Pelicans, Drew Holiday, who was in town for quite a big event yesterday as the uniforms were unveiled. Uh, Drew, as we sit here on Friday, when you, when you got into town yesterday, and got a look at the new uniforms the first time. What was your reaction? Um, they're really cool. I mean, the, the color scheme, uh, having New Orleans on your chest, uh, even the logo. You know, I guess sometimes when you think of, of a Pelican, it's not really that, that tough or, or scary or anything. But you look at this one, and it's, it's pretty fierce. This is so all new to you. I mean, not only do you do you get traded, new city, new team, new coach, but new name and new uniform, too? I mean... It's the, it's the only way to do it, you know. Uh, if, you, if you're going to go to a new team, a uh, new city, new coach, all that, you might as well come to New Jersey. Uh, nice little color scheme with it, too. So, uh, again, I'm really excited. Something new. Is your new wife going to be happy with the new digs, you think? You know what? I think she will, you know. Um, I don't really think she has a choice. She has to cheer for me anyway. So. <laughs> 
When 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 you um, when you got to get together with Monty Williams and some of your new teammates out of the Team USA minicamp, did it start to set in a little bit more about what lies ahead for you? It did, uh, especially you know when it's more so off the court when you got to talk to him, hang out with him. Uh, I guess just normal life, regular life, uh, get to know him a little better, ask whatever question you want. Um, that's usually where it's like, all right, well, um, you know, I'm starting to fit in a lot better. Um, I, I get to know my teammates better and. And even on the court with, with Monty and, and even the even the players, it was uh, again it was just really fun. Yeah. What do the other players say around the league? I know that you've mixed around with them a little bit, not only socially but then in the Team USA setting. Has there been any talk about you know how the Pelicans branding and all that's going to look and everything else? I know the players do talk about these things. It was more so just the name. Yeah. Uh, like the first time I said, yeah, I played with for the New Orleans Pelicans. It was kind of funny, chuckle here, chuckle there, but. Um, you honestly get used to it, and uh, but I think it was more so the name. Uh, I think the I think they wonder how like the the Pelican logo is going to look, how the jersey is going to look, and all that. Which um, that's what they asked. But again, I had no clue. I didn't have any answers for them. But yeah. it's it's awesome though. All right. So what lies ahead here as we turn the page to August? Do you do you now try and find a place to live in New Orleans? Do you get some rest? What's next on the calendar for you? Oh, it's uh, we we trying to go back to work. Uh, obviously, I have to find a place here. Yeah. Uh, that's that's what I've been doing for a couple of days now. Um, hopefully, I find one in you know within the next couple of days. But um, that's about it. You know, uh, September is coming around the corner. Then it's training camp, and then we we get it started. So uh, it's time to work. With you guys working together, kind of in an informal setting over the next 30, 40 days, with so much new um, new pieces, so many new pieces to the roster. Do you feel like the can you get some chemistry at this time or some familiarity even before camp starts? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think that kind of comes with even seeing them play. Or it, like I played with Tyreek before uh, in high school. So uh, I kind of know his deal. Uh, I kind of know the feel that he likes. Um, and again, I, I think that couple weeks or whatever until in August, until September, when we get a chance to play and pick up and work out together, I think that's definitely going to help us. Um, I've been to like I've had a new coach with, with new team before with, with Doug when Doug Collins first came in. So uh, having that time for I guess him to really evaluate us, for us to really feel each other out, uh, definitely helps the progress move a little faster. All right, last question for you. We're we're actually recording this interview in the brand new Pelicans practice facility. I know that you've been in many around the world. Um, how does this one stack up? What do you like? I like everything. Uh, again, the atmosphere, um, they have natural light. Uh, I feel like it kind of represents us. It represents how classy we are. It represents how, how classy of a sports city we are. Um, you know, the Saints are right next door, which we all know how good they are. So it's kind of like greatness learning from greatness, or us trying to be great learning from, from a great Saints team. So um, I think it's a good vibe. Good visit. Appreciate it. Look forward to seeing you again. Thanks, man. Yep, Drew Holiday with us on the Black and Blue Report, and we'll be right back after this. A new era in basketball is here as your Pelicans take flight for the 2013-14 season. By adding all-star Drew Holiday and Rookie of the Year Tyreek Evans to a young and hungry roster, your Pelicans are going to be one of the NBA's most exciting teams. What do you say to someone whose heart is on the line? That at Auctioner, an entire team of experts will collaborate to develop the best treatment for you? That we have procedures so revolutionary they aren't available anywhere else in the region, including breakthrough ways to more effectively manage heart failure and repair heart valves? That U.S. News & World Report ranks Auctioner Medical Center's heart program among the nation's very best? 
or that with over 170 heart experts and seven hospitals to choose from, the exceptional cardiac care you need is always close to home? Actually, the most important thing to say is, Your results are back. Everything looks great. Better outcomes. Just one more reason to choose Auctioner. To find a heart specialist near you, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. Lotto is all across Louisiana with cash jackpots starting at $250,000. That's a whole lot of cash. From the neon lights of Shreveport, Bossier City to the banks of Grand Isle, Lotto is your game. It doesn't leave the state and there's nothing like it anywhere else. It's Louisiana fun just for Louisiana. Lotto, it's a whole lot of cash. Must be at least 21 to purchase. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Our big day yesterday with the New Orleans Pelicans franchise and our report of that continues as we get to sit down with Senior Vice President of Marketing for both the New Orleans Saints and the New Orleans Pelicans and that's Ben Hales. First of all, Ben, congratulations. I know that yesterday was the culmination of a lot of work and planning. It was and it was uh, the nice thing about it is that it, it really involved every level of the organization. Uh, we started this process with the NBA and Rodney Richardson who's from Hattiesburg who helped us with the logos. Or the, but our basketball operations, Mickey Loomis, certainly the Benson family, everybody was involved in the look and feel of this. And, and I think we, we accomplished what we wanted to, was to find uniforms that were really representative of our fan base and that they'd be proud of. And I think we nailed it. I think there are signature pieces on the uniform itself that tell a story, or at least lend itself to the overall, I guess, mission of the Pelicans brand. There really are. And the nice thing about our primary logo, and, and one of the things we really hoped to do was, uh, when we designed it, was to make sure that the individual pieces that could live on their own. So on the short, for example, you see the partial logo of the bird. You see the bird to lead that's on the back of the jersey. Um, all of those different colors and elements can be pulled from the primary and then reapplied in different uh, ways throughout kind of our, our palette out there. The floor uh, is down at the new practice facility, and, and for me to get to see the uniforms on the floor, which will be the, what we see at the arena as well, was kind of it seemed to be the, the all-together look that we've been waiting on for so long. I think that's true, and uh, you know something that we had the good fortune of doing yesterday was uh, bring the players in a little bit early, show them the uniforms, start taking some pictures and videos uh, of them to, to use throughout the season. And as exciting as it was just to see how much they enjoyed the jerseys and, and what they thought of the facility was seeing these four guys, how well they got along together. And when they start talking about the kind of talent we have on this team now and how excited they're be, to be in New Orleans, uh, to be in this facility, to play this year with a new identity. I mean, it, it's great to see a group come together like that as quickly and be so enthusiastic about the whole franchise. The Pelicans name, the colors that go along with it seems so near and dear to Mr. and Mrs. Benson's hearts. What was their reaction when they first got a look at the real thing? Well, obviously, they, they'd seen it before uh, we unveiled it, but uh, I think Mr. and Mrs. Benson both said uh, that until we see it on a player, it's not, not going to be real. Uh, and when they came out today, uh, I think if, if, or I'm sorry, yesterday, when they came out, uh, you could see the biggest smiles in the room were probably Mr. and Mrs. Benson and Rita and everyone who, who really worked so hard uh, to bring this look to life. And, and there it was. And to see the players loving it made it a lot better. Well, I know the next question I'm going to get from the fans, and so maybe you can help me answer it. When can we get our hands on our own Pelicans jerseys and shorts and whatnot? 
Well, you can you can pre-order them right now, and there's a great deal on there that also includes pre-orders for the first 500 with uh, with some tickets to one of our first three games. Um, I know Adidas is working as quickly as they possibly can to get them into the stores. We've got uh, phones blowing up already about how we can get it, but our team store is already taking. If you go to our website right now, you can you can pre-order. Um, you also have an opportunity to probably register for an autographed jersey. We've we've got a lot of cool things in there, and of course we've. We've got our new report that you can tune into as well. That's right. We're right here on the Black and Blue Report. Before I let you go, what's your favorite, home or road? Well, I've got to go for the for the home team here because uh, I love the clean, classic look of it. There's something that's so great and traditional about the of wearing whites at home uh, in the NBA, and I think we've got already we're a new franchise with a classic look, and uh, I got I'm a little partial to that one. Congratulations. Job well done. Thanks. Appreciate it. Senior Vice President of Marketing, that's Ben Hales. And we'll have lots more, including our continued visit about the uniforms here on the Black and Blue Report after these messages. Hey there. What you having? Um, what kind of specials do you have today? Well, tonight we're doing $2 benzene and tonics, $4 lemon arsenics, and $5 beryllium bombs. Wait, what? Those don't sound like drinks. They sound like types of poison. Well, it's a fine line. Besides, this is a smoky bar. What do you think we're all breathing in right now? Uh, I don't know. N nicotine? Listen, I'm gonna hook you up. You're not really living until you've had a formaldehyde martini. Yeah, I'm going home. Secondhand smoke does more than just stink. It costs Louisiana thousands of lives and contains dozens of harmful chemicals that lead to things like emphysema, heart disease, and lung cancer. Learn what's being done to protect all Louisianans in bars and gaming facilities at letsbetotallyclear.org. The second annual Saints Back to Football Run presented by Chevron will be held on Saturday, August 31st. The 5K race benefiting Team Gleason, the One Fund Boston, and the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation will include an NFL Play 61 Mile Fun Run for kids. Participants of all abilities will have the opportunity to race through the streets of downtown New Orleans towards the finish line at the 50-yard line of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Gumbo and Sir Saint, along with the Saint Stations, will be on hand to cheer on participants, and a post-race party with live entertainment and a beer garden will take place in Champion Square. All participants will receive a Saints Back to Football Run shirt, a commemorative finisher's medal, and an NFL-approved bag. Registration is now open at nflrunseries.com slash saints. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Well, we are honored to have a great guest today, and that is veteran NFL referee Walt Coleman, who's, uh, well, I... I Maybe you've seen it all. I'm sure there are things that you haven't seen yet, but i got to imagine, Walt, over the years, you've pretty much seen it all in the game of football. Uh, considering it's my 25th year in the NFL, I have pretty much seen a lot of different things. Uh, but it's been a great experience uh, to be a part of the National Football League. I know each year the officiating crews try to get around to the different training camps. It's as beneficial for the teams as it seems for you all as the officiating core as well. Well, there's no question about that. Obviously, we're going to be a little rusty. We haven't been on the field since January, and so it gives us the opportunity to look at some snaps, take some snaps, actually before the preseason even starts. It gives us the opportunity to, to 
talk to the coaches, the players about the new rules, points of emphasis, the things that, that we're going to be looking for and stressing uh, during the upcoming season. So it's just a, a great opportunity for all of us to get together at a time that's somewhat less stressful than it is once the regular games kick off. Help the fans understand what you all talked with the coaches and players about, and if you could just touch on some of the things that may be of more significance with regard to the way that the game is going to be played and called this year. Well, obviously there's always the stress as far as on safety, and uh, a lot, most of the rules that uh, – have been put in this year uh, pertain to uh, our safety related. Uh, you know, we've got the issue with the running back of the defensive back lowering his helmet and and uh, attacking with the crown of his helmet, either both the running back or the defensive player that's uh, that's going to tackle the runner, which is obviously a, a change that uh, from this year. We've got several changes as far as in and around the kicking place, punts, field goals, as far as what the linemen could do. Uh, in the past, you've always seen the uh, defensive players pushing their teammates in on field goals, pushing them in. Well, that's now uh, illegal to do that and is now a 15-yard penalty, and they're not going to allow them to overload on, on the side. They, you can only have six guys on the line of scrimmage on one side of the football on, on field goals and so forth. So a lot of safety-related stuff. Obviously, we still have the same points of emphasis things as far as unsportsmanlike taunting and, and the, the hits on defenseless receivers, quarterback. Those are always going to be points of emphasis. Right. It doesn't make any difference what season it happens to be. You know, there will be a lot of fans out there, Walt, that say, you know, we love it because it is a dangerous, violent game. What's how does the league balance the the, the thrill of the game and the and the safety that has to be somewhat in play here? Well, obviously, it's a challenge uh, for the for the National Football League to do that, and obviously, the competition committee spends a whole lot of time looking at tech, techniques as far as how you can play the game safely and properly. And I think that's that's the, the the important thing is to try to change the technique, change the technique of tackling, change the technique of of attacking a receiver, lower your target, lower your target to get down into the right. body as opposed to being up around the head and I think that I think the players are, are, are doing that I think we've seen that over the last couple of seasons where the players have, have lowered their targets and and they're getting educated and it's just you know it's, it's learning it's, it's all habit and it's, it's creating new habits two of the rule changes this year um, involve you fairly directly here you know we've got we've got new definition of the tuck rule and we've got some clarification on coaches challenges that as it relates to video review I, I understand that you've been a part of both of those scenarios and, and why they're being corrected now in the fact that it brought out that change needed to be made. But when you have directly been involved in a game that prompts change like that, do they come to you? Are you able to help input and, and help them correct what has been a difficult situation to call? Uh, well, I think all I've done in those two situations, both the tuck play and the uh, the coach's challenge, both of those, I think I educated the country on what the rule was, right. which created enough conversation from everybody else uh, to look at uh, potentially making the change. And I think that's what happens. I mean, obviously the, the ownership of the National Football League is who makes changes, but they take input from fans, from coaches, from players, from officials. I mean, we all have the opportunity right. to give input. And I think on both of those, uh, it, it was it, they felt like their change need to be made. Now the Tucker rule, obviously it took 11 years <laughs> for there to be a change made in, in the Tucker rule. And I think replay had some impetus as far as on that in the fact that, that uh, it's something that we can address with replay if, if we get it wrong on the field. The, the replay issue where the you know coach wasn't able to challenge the play if he threw his flag when it wasn't reviewable for him, I think that was way it was too punitive, and I think the league recognized that. And you know, unfortunately, we gave a team a touchdown and penalized the other team 15 yards right. uh, and couldn't fix it. And obviously, we're interested in fixing everything that we can, uh, everything at least that the league will allow us to fix. So. 
So unfortunately, I was involved in, in both of those uh, plays that educated the country on at least what the rule was at that time. Right, no, as a part of history at least. Uh, before I let you go, one more thing for me. It seems the NFL and the NBA are really the leaders on incorporating video review. Can you, can you explain how that's helped you all as officials and how maybe it's changed change things as far as your mechanics go? Well, I think probably from an officiating standpoint, we probably officiate the game the same. I mean, I think we work the game the same. The game is just so fast. The players are so good. There's just some things you can't see. The eye doesn't work that way. And I think what replay has given us the ability to do to get all the plays correct. And from, from an officiating standpoint, from our position, that's all we want to do. We just want to get the play right. Whatever it takes to get the play right, because if we get it right, then it's not a mistake. And when the game is over, everything is fine. If it's a mistake that you can't fix, like the play in the Houston-Detroit game, I mean, we missed the play. We gave a team a 80-yard touchdown that shouldn't have had it. Now, you know, we need to fix those kind of plays, and that's what replay gives us the ability to do. And I don't think it really slows the game down. I think we've got the system in place. But it, it, you know, it, it, I think it works really well, and we get the, we get the plays right. And to me, that's the most important thing of, of what we do out there. I think the fans will agree. Uh, here's to a safe and healthy season for you, Walt. I appreciate that very much. Great talking to you guys. Thank you very much. It's Walt Coleman, veteran NFL referee here at Saints Camp today, and we'll have more for you after these messages on the Black and Blue Report. Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get text messages with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelicans Mobile Alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features, plus sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. What makes Auctioner Primary Care such a great choice? Is it because we have 38 health centers throughout the region, some with evening and weekend hours available? Or because we accept close to 50 different insurance plans? Could it be because we offer my auctioner? which gives you and your family secure online access to your health records, test results, prescription renewals, even emails with your doctor, or that you'll be connected to seven hospitals with 2,500 affiliated physicians who can handle everything from the common to the complex, so you'll never have to wonder if you made the right choice. Actually, what you may like the most is, yes, we have a location near you. Expertise and convenience great reasons to choose an auctioner primary care physician. To find one near you, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. This is Eric, General Manager of the Raising Canes and Kenner. To describe a Saints fan, you could say excited, committed, but definitely hungry. And that's when Raising Canes is fan's best friend. Fresh, never-frozen chicken fingers, made fresh daily cane sauce, and a friendly Cane's crew committed to serving you the best chicken finger meals around. Raising Cane's, official chicken of the New Orleans Saints. One city, one team, one love. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Here to wrap things up, Rob Nice here at the Saints facility on Airline Drive. Pleased to be joined by John DeShazer. Another day here at Saints camp getting you ready for the Black and Gold scrimmage, which will be happening tomorrow. John, 
Any highlights or anything in, in particular that you noticed about this day before the big scrimmage? Well, it's pretty much an uneventful day, the day before the scrimmage. I think the main thing is just to be remain injury-free, and you know the team was able to do that. The guys who were injured, Marcus Colston, Patrick Robinson, those guys are still injured, Seneca Wallace, but they did get in a little bit more work. We saw Marcus Colston do a little bit more work with cone drills. Saw Seneca Wallace get in some throws on the opposite field. But for the most part, you want to keep it uneventful. You don't want anybody to get injured going into a full-contact scrimmage. Now, speaking of the scrimmage, the black and gold scrimmage, it's tomorrow. It's open to the public. Opens up at 8, uh, starts at 8.50. Uh, what should we look forward to tomorrow? Well, these guys are really chomping at the bit to hit one another. They want to get into some real physical football drills. I think one thing fans should look forward to is seeing Mark Ingram really get some good carries. You know, he's a new and improved Mark Ingram. Reshaped his body, so you want to see him at running back. Also want to see how Drew Brees works with these young receivers. The only guy he really has that has a little bit of experience is Lance Moore and Jimmy Graham. Everyone else either hadn't played with him or, pre or, or are pure rookies. So you want to see how he works with his receiving core, and you want to pay a little bit of attention to the DBs. Now, the first day with the 101s, we had a couple interceptions and had the crowd wowed by Keenan Lewis and, and some of the defensive plays that, that were more credited to the defense uh, than it was credited to, to Drew Brees. Have you seen him get comfortable thus far with, with his players throughout the camp? Well, Keenan looks fantastic, actually. I mean, now Drew Brees is trying to work his way in with his receivers, so we're going to attribute some of that to being young guys. But Keenan Lewis has been a guy who's been really accountable in that defensive secondary. We saw him some at the left cornerback. Today we saw him working at right cornerback. He's been outstanding in terms of pass breakups. And Lance Moore gave something interesting. Keenan Lewis is a 6'1 cornerback. He's a big cornerback. And Lance says because he's that big, you think you have a clean release from him, but his arms are so long he can still get his hands on you. He's extremely physical, and I think we're going to like seeing him in bump and run coverage. Rex Ryan said, or Rob Ryan, we, we're going to be saying that a lot throughout the season. Rob Ryan said that Keenan Lewis was the pickup of the offseason uh, for any team in the NFL. So he was a top free agent signing. Do you agree? Well, so far it looks that way for the Saints. I mean, I, of course, Rob's a little bit biased, so he, you know, he thinks he's got a, a, a jewel. But, you know, Keenan Lewis is a cover guy. I mean, this defense is going to have to have those kind of guys. If they want to play Rob Ryan's pressure defense, they're going to stick those corners out on an island. So there's going to be a ton of pressure on Jabari Greer as well as Keenan Lewis. Now, uh, of course, it doesn't hurt that he's from New Orleans as well, so everybody is, has, has been calling his name and his number out. It's been hot out here, but the black and gold scrimmage and, and everything that's going on throughout the offseason with the Saints has been quiet, but a good quiet. What's something else that the fans should look forward to besides the hitting and, and the aggression that, that players have been waiting to get off of their shoulder pads? Well, it's just another opportunity to see their guys, see their favorite players, and you know there will be autograph signings afterwards, so they'll get a chance to get their autographs and the pictures of their favorite players, and those kinds of things really travel a long way with the fans. It's going to be hot out here, so those are little bonuses that the players and the franchise give to fans. Well, we, we hear the fans in the background screaming. That means you have to go sign autographs? Well, you know, they don't want mine. Uh, they don't want me to devalue whatever it is they have. So, But if they really want, you know, if they hold on to it for 20 years, maybe stick it on eBay or whatever the eBay equivalent is in those years, it might jack it up to a couple million. Either that or Lance Moore is walking over there. You see the trucks backing up or you can hear them backing up right now. That's going to do it for the Black and Blue Report. Today, be sure to log back on to NewOrleansSaints.com as well as Pelicans.com. Rob Nice, John DeSager, we will see you tomorrow at the Saints black and gold scrimmage 8 o'clock the doors open it starts at 8:50. for more information be sure to log back on to neworleansaints.com thanks for listening to this edition of the black and blue report if all goes well we'll be back next week tune in each weekday at 1 p.m or at your convenience exclusively online at neworleansaints.com and pelicans.com 
Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.